Citizens, welcome to the Phoenix West Show. I am Phoenix West, joined by nobody, because I'm awesome. I don't need no stinking co-host or whatever. All right, guys, um, since last we spoke, um, a lot's changed, a lot, in a weird way. I decided to go into, like, fifth gear here and just fucking unlay, just unload these shows on you guys, because right now, we went from four shows to 11 in about a week and a half, maybe two weeks, somewhere in there. And it's going to be weird because i got so many now. I can't keep track. I'm losing my shit. A couple of them are going to be seasonal, and I'll get to those in a second. So it's not full, I don't know, it's not going to be that crazy, but it's a lot of shows at once. It's 11. It's 11 fucking shows. Um, just run down the list. we got the Phoenix West Show, the one you're listening to right now because you're smart. got LIW Improv Theater. We got that, and then we got the LAW Movie Review, which used to be called Just Loitering One Land, but that got a little confusing, and it didn't tell people what the fuck was happening on it, so I changed it to the LAW Movie Review. Then we got, here, guys, I'm excited to announce this, LAW Nick Cage cast. We're going to be watching Nick Cage movies and then reviewing them, and it's going to be crazy because it's Nick Cage, so I think i got to use like cocaine, maybe some speed when I do it. I'm not really sure. I need to do something to get my Nick Cageitude levels up. I need to liquefy him and sip on Nick Cage throughout the show. And by the end, I'll be so incoherent, I won't know what's happening. Just like Nick Cage. Um, then we got, um, let's show this on, the, on for a little bit. Um, LIW, The Twilight Zone Review. Notice the theme here in the next few. Um, LIW, American Horror Story Review. LIW, in parentheses, Fear on parentheses, The Walking Dead review, where I review The Walking Dead and Fear Fear the Walking Dead. It's just easier to do one title, one show. You get, you get full dosage of Fear the Walking Dead and The Walking Dead. Um, LAW Fargo review and the LAW Gotham review. And how those shows are going to work are, well, except for Twilight Zone, because that's not in the air, because it's been off the air for about 50-some years now. Anyway, the shows that are on the air, those other four, I, we're, we're just going to watch the show, the episode, and then we're going to review it afterwards. And shortly after, maybe a couple of days after, I'm not sure. Gives you time to watch it, and you can listen to the review. And it's their they're comedic reviews. Don't take it seriously. We're just fucking around. It's going to be fun. Anyway, moving on. Then I got the LAW Chicago Sports Review, and then I got the LAW NBA Review, which are pretty much, I think they're just going to be me reviewing Chicago sports on the one, and then the NBA on the other, because I'm a fan of both. Um, that's about it, really. You can find them all on iTunes as they roll out. So far, we have, I think, six of them. Phoenix West Show, LAW Improv Theater, LAW Movie Review, Twilight Zone, Fear the Walking Dead, and then the two sports ones. So, seven. Seven of them. Didn't count beforehand. Anyway, um, that's fun. We're going to be, we'll have 11 shows. It's crazy. I can't fucking believe it. It's going to be weird. But like I said, some of them are going to be seasonal because, you know, Fargo only has 10 episodes a year. So, there's that. It won't take up too much time. So this show, I have been pretty good lately about keeping the show at once a week. I'm trying. I really am. It's um, it's a lot. Like I said on the last episode with Brent, there's a weird commitment where I have I have to do write my book. I have to write my stand up sets, which I'm doing almost once a week. Not a whole lot of stand up a week, but I, I try to change it up every time. And I try to I don't know. It, it's it's a lot of writing. So when I write ideas for this show, I kind of try to use them in my stand-up. So 
Yeah. Anyway, or it should be good for once a week. I hope so. So, I guess I'll do the schedule now. LAW Improv Theater is still going to be twice a week. This show's once a week. Um, like I said, those other shows, their movie review ones, are once a month. I think I'm going to do Nick Cage cast once a month. I'm not really sure. I don't know. I don't really want to schedule on that one. Because Nick Cage doesn't follow a schedule. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't know where he is or where their schedule is. Do you think Nick Cage has an assistant? I don't know how long they stick around if he did have an assistant. It'd be really hard to keep up with him. I feel like Charlie Sheen would have the same problem. Charlie Sheen should be Nick Cage's assistant. The only person that would understand him. I think their egos are too out of control for that. Um, the sports review and the NBA review are probably going to be once a month also. Again, I don't want to do too many shows at once and not be able to do any stand-up, not have any time to write stand-up or the book or anything like that. So, yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. And everything will be official sometime soon. I'm not really sure when. All those shows, the American Horror Stories and the uh, Fargo, are, are rolling around here. They're getting close. I think within this next week they both premiere. Um, Fear of the Walking Dead is already going. That podcast is good. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube on the YouTube page. So YouTube slash LIW podcast. Search Loading at Wonderland for all the other shows. They're all under Loading at Wonderland. And that's how it's easy. And that's why it was confusing for the movie review show, the first show we did, our flagship show. It was called Loading at Wonderland, and so was the network. And it got really confusing once I added more shows to the network. It got real weird, so I changed it to LIW movie review. So it still has the Loading Wonderland in the title, just like the rest of the shows do. Anyway, I'm rambling. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, moving on, we got um, a couple things. Oh, I guess I'll just go on this one thing, and then that might be it for the show. Um, I'm going to talk for a little bit about the trip we took this weekend. Because Brie was like, you know, my birthday's rolling around next week. I want to do something for it. And then out of the blue, she's like, let's go to Vegas. And I was like, all right. Because that's how I am. I was like, all right, whatever. You know, as long as you, you know, take care of the... We had Ellie, and we had to do something with her. So we figured that all that shit out, and it was blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get into that. But all right, so we're going to Vegas. Um, and I, from Arizona, from Phoenix to Vegas, is one of the ugliest drives you can take in the country. I've driven across this country a lot. I've driven... I'm from Michigan, and I moved around a lot, and I would always drive. Like, I drove from uh, Michigan to Florida to Miami, um, I, and then back, and then I drove to, oh, well, twice I did that, actually. And then I also drove to New Orleans from Michigan and back, and I drove from Michigan to, you know, oh, New York and back, and then to Arizona and back and shit like that, and from California to Michigan, Michigan to California, and all that. I mean, anyway, I've, I've driven a lot, and I drove from here to, or Phoenix to Los Angeles a lot, and then I went to San Francisco, we went, I don't know, six months ago or so, and then back, and that was a cool drive, and it was along the coast, and you know, doing the grapevine thing, and it's fine, it's a kind of a boring drive, but like, you have stuff to look at, but if you ever, like I hear people complain about the drive from LA to Nevada, to Las Vegas, obviously, and I, I, I want to do that, because it can't, it's got to be better than the drive from Phoenix to Las, or Las Vegas, almost to Los Angeles. It's got to be better. Because at, as we were driving, I'm like sitting there staring at the window, and we left at 6 in the morning or so, and we're kind of you know, tired, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm bored. I'm just bored. Like, we could be, I don't care, I could be getting a blowjob right now, and I'm still just going to look out the window and be like, because <sighs> there's nothing. There's literally nothing to stare at. And 
I fucking hate the band U2, but I especially hate them now because I, we went through the Joshua Tree National Forest, and those are some god-awful, ugly fucking trees. And I, I kind of wanted to burn them down just to piss off Bono because they're so fucking ugly, and I feel like the hipster guys are all like, I love the Joshua Tree, you know, because of that fucking album, Joshua Tree by U2. Fucking ugly trees. They're so fucking terrible. I, I want a plague, a, a tree plague to happen there where it just wipes them all off the fucking face of the earth. It's, and on past that, it's scorched earth. It is just nothingness. And if you live out there, you gotta be up to some shady shit. Like, you gotta be making some meth or like working on your manifesto after you blow up the a fucking building. I don't know what you're doing out there, but it's shady. I don't care. Anyway, driving through there, fucking but ugly. Don't care. We stop at this small town after a while. I think it was Kingman. And just outside, I don't know. We stopped at a Denny's and it was horrible. And we felt like, I hate being the, the, the big city guy coming in. Like, they look at you like that, and then you also look at them as like, what the fuck are they doing here, living here? How do you make a living out here? It's like, I feel like even though, you know, Arizona is technically the South, they don't, we don't have, like, the South, in quotes, mentality. It's like Texas kind of does, but not Arizona. And if you go to South L.A. or South California, Southern California, SoCal, or whatever you want to call it, um, it's the same where it should be the South technically because it's in the South, but it's not the South. So, but I feel like that fucking small town we stopped at, they needed Southern accents and pitchforks and drive, tr- tr- you know, fucking trucks and rebel flags. And I see that shit all the time in Phoenix, but I feel like I'm like, holy shit, there's like another world out here where they, I've been all over and I some Tennessee spots I stopped in when I was on the road those were brutal like where I felt like I'm going to be murdered in this bathroom and I went in the bathroom and it looked like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre happened but with shit instead of blood like they slit a girl's throat and shit came out instead of blood it was fuck it's fucked up but this isn't that bad but I was like oh man these people are like living in the middle of nowhere how do they get water they live in the middle of the desert and it's just like I don't understand how they survive. I don't know why they would. They live between Phoenix and Vegas, and they could go either direction and live there. But I also get, like, you need gas at some point, and then that gas station got built there. And then they're like, hey, the people that work at the gas station need to eat, so let's just build a restaurant right here. And then they're like, oh, these people, got, well, let's move in here. We'll build a house right here. We can just, you know, own these places. And then that is built, built, built. And that's mostly how small towns work along the freeway, like those little pit stops that you stop at. And then that's when they get that we hate the outside world mentality because they are fucking nasty to you sometimes. We were like treated like shit when we were in there. It was weird. Um, drove to Vegas after that. I think that was our one stop. And I, I'm pretty good driving. I don't really have to stop a whole lot. I was starting to get a little tired toward the end there. You know, um, I had to crank up the music there. And then, you know, we get there and we were using Siri the whole way. Because we are iPhone users. Um, this makes everything easier for the show if we have our iPhones. But Siri is useless as fuck once you get inside of the city. Because if you're in, in like that downtown area, we had this problem when we went to Chicago a couple years ago, where she couldn't keep up with how close the streets were to each other. It was, and she'd go, turn right, make a U turn, no, turn right, make it. Get on the freeway. No, get off the freeway. And we did this thing where 
there's so much construction in Vegas right now that we would turn and then we'd be like, oh, we can't go this way. What the fuck? And I'm getting mad when I'm keeping my shit together. Because in Chicago, I did not keep my shit together because I just quit smoking. So this time I'm calm, but I'm angry. I'm trying to, I'm basically like a female. And I'm like, I don't want to say that I'm mad, but I'm getting real fucking mad at Siri right now. But she keeps going, you know, turn right on Tropicana. We're trying to go to the Planet Hollywood Hotel, which is right on Las Vegas Boulevard. Didn't know that. I don't know anything about Las Vegas. First time I've really actually been there. We drove, We went there last year for a Murder by Death concert or two years ago or something like that. And then I drove through once from L.A. to... I guess I did take that drive before. I completely forgot. <laughs> yeah, this was way worse, this one. This, the stretch between Phoenix and um, Vegas is way worse. Way uglier. Anyway, um, Siri lost her fucking mind. She told us to turn and then got back on the freeway after we missed it. We missed an exit once, and then we just whipped around and, you know, got on the exit. And she's like, no, get on the freeway. Like, you got to do that shit again. And she made us do it again. And the reason I did it again is because I thought she was going to do something else, but she really just made us do the exact same thing. Like, she's like, no, you will, like, like a training seminar, like, you will do this right or you will do it again. Like, we supposed to get off on this exit from the freeway, and we got off on it one exit late, and I went, oh, let's go back, you know, backtrack the block or whatever it was. And we did that, and she goes, oh, yeah, just go down here. And I was like, oh, well, that's weird. Why would they, we'll just go down here. And then, I realized she was taking us back to the freeway to get back off on that exit to get on the road we were actually already on. And I'm like, you fucking cunt. You, God damn it, Siri. Like, why do you, you perfectionist fuck? Like, I, I was already on the road. I was on the road when you told me to take a detour back to get back on this road. You stupid bitch. Think about what you're doing. Fucking Siri. And she does that thing where she can't keep track of what's, how close the streets are and she loses her fucking mind. And she took us between, like, between these two hotels or casinos in the back, and we're supposed to go through it, but there's construction, so we couldn't. So we just pretty much had to shut her off and just figure it out. So we figured it out. We're on Las Vegas Boulevard. People do not fucking stop walking across the street, even when they have a hand signal, and I'm, I'm like, I'm just going. I don't care. They can't walk, and they are, and I'm supposed to be driving through this road. You know, you're basically driving over the sidewalk on Las Vegas Boulevard, but it's... Because it's not a road road there. It's just like the entrance to the hotel. And so I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to go. And I kind of just go. People are mad. I'm like, you have a fucking... The little hand right there means stop. You fucking assholes. Drunks. Anyway. Fucking... We get into the hotel. There's no signs to get into the hotel. I don't, I don't know why... This is a running theme of this episode. Is There's no signs to tell you where to go. You just kind of figure it out. I feel like they think they think in Vegas, like, signs are very restrictive. This city's all about freedom. Not in, like, a cool festival way, but, like, a drunken, scary, sexual freedom. Where I don't want a sign telling me not to fuck this girl right here in the sidewalk in the middle of the day. Like, I don't need a sign for that. Like, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. Because if you put up a sign, that's not Vegas. So we get inside the, the fucking hotel, and we figured all of that out, and it was a fucking nightmare. I hate parking garages, but this one wasn't bad. Inside Planet Hollywood. Coffee. Um, we get in there. It's way more intense than I could have imagined. Again, never been to actual Vegas before. Never spent any time there. I don't like gambling, but we didn't do a single drop of gambling this entire fucking trip. But we're in there, and we're in the parking garage, and we go out, and we're like, oh, there's like a little, cool little, tiny little mall right here. Okay. And then I realized, oh, no, the whole thing is a mall. 
I didn't realize every casino is like that, where it's just, especially Planet Hollywood, where it was like, it's obviously like a dome, it's a circle shape, and then it's a track along the circle, and then all of that is a, um, is a mall. It's a fucking huge mall, and on top of the roof, or the ceiling, rather, is a sky, and it looks like, you know, Truman Show. A little fake sky... I suspected a sun. I hear that it rains, but I didn't encounter that. I can't imagine how it would rain because those floors are already slippery. So I imagine it would just be Lawsuit City, um, Sin City. So we're walking through there, and it's fucking cool, and we're so overwhelmed. We feel like we're the only tourists, even though it's a city of tourists. But we're the only one carrying our baggage. Like we have, we're only there one day, but we have like a you know backpack full of clothes and like she has her hair stuff and stuff like that. But we're walking through that, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, everyone's just shopping, and then nobody else had a fucking suitcase or a bag or looked confused. And we're like, oh, my God, this is so overwhelming. And we got there at, I don't know, 11-something, maybe 12 by then. We stopped at 8 for a while and got judged harshly by that lady. Um, But we're in there, and we're like, what the fuck do we do? So we kind of we had to ask like every fifth person we saw, like, where do we go for the check-in for the hotel? And they're like, oh, it's right here. So it's over there. You go to the casino, go up to level, go down here, go over on here, suck this guy's dick, and then you go over here, and then you like talk to this guy, talk code, do a little handshake, put in your secret key. Did you get your secret key from your dad when you were growing up? You know, like in Gotham or something. Like you got to fucking figure out what you're doing, and we have no idea. There's no signs. There are there is not a sign in that place. There are a couple maps that are tiny and they're hidden and they face the wrong direction. If you're going the way we were going. So we didn't really ever see a map. And there's not a sign that goes, hey, if you're checking in the hotel, go this way. Through the casino. So they're smart because they make you go from the parking garage through the mall, through the casino, and then into the the, uh, hotel. Which is so fucking genius. That, But it didn't work because we didn't buy anything on the way in. So jokes on them until later when when we did buy a ton of shit. Um, the whole reason we went is to go see Jersey Boys. Well, we went, and then we found out we can go see Jersey Boys. And we also booked Evil Dead, um, the musical 4D experience. Um, the next, you know, we, we couldn't get into our room until 3 p.m., so we had to fucking wander and feel dirty and shit. Because we didn't, we didn't shower before we left at 6 in the morning. Why would you? I mean, fuck that. We're going to sit in a car for five hours. I'm not going to shower for that. So we, you know, we're feeling fucking gross. we got to sit around for another three hours or so. We're just like, okay, so they held our bags and went and got some food and fucking, so, I don't know, it was so stupid, just sitting around. I'm like, I feel like they do 3 p.m. just so you have to go buy shit, which is kind of also genius, really. Everything's designed to make you go through things that make you spend money. That's what Vegas is. It's a good way to describe it. You're getting stopped every three feet. You know, you've been to a mall. You're a human in America. You get stopped all the time in the mall, even though they're not supposed to stop you. But it's like that. Vegas is nonstop that. It's just people going, excuse me, excuse me, sir, how are you? You lady of anybody, you know? You should use this. And it's like a, a fucking chain with like a Seahawk symbol on it. And you're like, what the fuck is that? I saw that there. A chain with a Seahawk symbol hanging from it. And I'm like, what the fucking Flavor Flav store? What is this? I don't understand why you would just need a chain, a colored chain with a football little symbol hanging from it. Baffled me. But they're all like from all over the place, and they're foreign as shit, and it's fun. But uh, we get in our room, blah blah blah, and then later on, we got we got room service for the first time in our lives. I've never done that before, and it was delicious. And I, I, I almost came just eating the carrots, which is very confusing sexually for me. 
Uh, anyway, get there. And we go to Jersey Boys after that. Fucking awesome show. I recommend that. If you're going to Vegas, go to Jersey Boys. And we got really lucky because we just we didn't look it up. Jersey Boys just happened to be at the Paris Hotel Casino, which is right next door to the Planet Hollywood. We got really lucky. I was I did not want to go back on the strip and drive. Um, so then afterwards, you know, Jersey Boys is fun. It's a really fun show. Brie loves a movie. I love Clint Eastwood. Um, if you listen to the show, you know that. I have a huge erection for Clint Eastwood. Um, you know, that's how I am. And carrots. Um, anyway, we're, the show's good. The show's great. Um, they, they do an hour, and then they do an eight-minute intermission, and then they do another hour. And eight minutes is not enough time for, you know, 400 people to walk out, go to the bathroom all, all in a line, which is like five stalls, and then like nobody's that fast. And then you got to go get your beer, or your drink, or your wine, or your fucking whatever, your mixed drink for twenty three dollars. You, there's not enough time. Eight minutes is fucking nothing. I can do so little in eight minutes in a crowd. I don't know. They needed to take like twenty. Twenty minutes is fine. Fifteen would have been fine. Eight minutes, I, I mean, we missed part of the second half, and I was very angry. Eight minutes is fucking nothing. They almost hate you. Like, they almost wanted to just go, fuck you, no intermission. That would have been fine. Because then I don't expect to go get another beer or piss. That's fine. But eight minutes is like a middle finger amount of time. Uh, a lot of cool stuff in that play. I recommend it, like I said. And then afterwards, we went outside, and we walked around a little bit in the Paris. Uh, it's very cool. It looks like Paris inside there, obviously. looks like a little French cafe. I've been to Paris. It's fun. It looked a lot like that. The cafe did, at least. Obviously, the rest is kind of touristy. It must be very confusing to be from Paris and go in there and be like, oh, more Paris. We, we came here to see America. And, you know, uh-huh. Paris. Paris. But it's very very weird, I would imagine. It's also the same with the New York, New York. If you're from New York, like, do not fucking stay there, obviously. That's really weird. Um, but we went outside afterwards and we got the Eiffel Tower drink, which is the margarita. I got a lemon, strawberry lemon margarita. And Breeze was so fucking strong that we just traded because that guy was trying to get her drunk. And it, she drank it so fast. All of it. Almost all of it, I should say. She drank real quick. Um, then we went back to our hotel room to drop that off before Evil Dead started that night. It was a busy day. And then I realized... In our room, I'm like, oh, we're in the, uh, it's Planet Hollywood, so I've been to those restaurants. They used to have them in Chicago and all over the place. I've been to one in California before when I was younger. I've been to a bunch, and they all closed and whatever. And, but the casino is still going, and I'm like, in the hotel. And the, each room is themed after a different movie. And I realized we're in the A, a Time to Kill room. And I'm like, man, fucking nothing gets me in the mood more than scattered sporadic photos of a movie in which a young black girl is killed with a soda can by a white supremacist and then raped or beaten and raped, whatever the fuck happened. Point is, I'm like, this is an awful movie for this. I don't want to, like, can't we do, like, The Grinch Stole Christmas? <laughs> like, something, something stupid and folksy. Like, this is a brutal movie, the first half at least. And then the rest is like a, a, a it's John Grisham, so it's, it's a fucking courtroom drama. And I'm like, God damn, this is not a movie that cheers me up. And it like, makes me want to bang the whores that we have because it's Vegas. Like, I'm thinking like the average person. It's weird. Um, okay, so it got a little weird after that because Bree was kind of drunk. And we go down and we get 
a little bit of food while we wait for Evil Dead to start. We go to the Italian restaurant right across the courtyard from it. Um, there's a 50-foot giant stripper right there. but It's at the V Theater inside Planet Hollywood. And there are some weird shows there because it's like Stripper 101, Learn How to Strip. And then there's a zombie burlesque, which I don't get because am I supposed to be... Am I supposed to jerk off to a stripper or a zombie stripping? I don't get... Am I supposed to turn... It's like uh, the David Cross, Bigger and Blacker, the uh, ghost porn thing he talks about. Like, I don't get... Am I supposed to be scared and hard? And is this Is it supposed to scare me so bad I come... I don't understand, and it, uh, people are just going to go, it's just fun, it's a theme for what the stripping, like the burlesque show, I'm like, this is different, because it's not like schoolgirl, that's a theme, but I've been around schoolgirls, like well, as a schoolboy, so I get kind of get the fantasy of what they're going for, of like, oh, this could have been me as a kid, like in school, you know, like fucking crushing this this pussy, you know, as vulgar as I can get, like, I get that, but this is a zombie. They're dead people. I don't understand the fetish and the fantasy here. Like, oh man, it's like the Walking Dead, but I get to fuck them. Like, am I supposed to be jerking off in the crowd? To a, I know you're not supposed to jerk off in the crowds at burlesque show, but in my head, it's that's what it's for to go see some titties bounce around. So if you're either going for sexy or you're going for something else, and this I can't imagine as sexy because your face is green. You got blood splattered on you. Why are you sexy now? I don't understand. I just do not understand it, and I can't put it in the words why I don't get it. It's just fucking weird to me. I don't... Anyway, they had other shows. They had a... And it looked like the schedule was like, the show's at 5, the show's at 5.30, the show's at 6, this one's at 7, this one's at 8.30, this one's at 9. I'm like, Jesus Christ, too many shows. So we waited in line for like an hour and a half for The Evil Dead, and I'm like, that's fucking why, because I'm looking at their schedule going... I can tell you every time it's going to be like this because you don't have any time for cleanup. Like they have to address the stage, not address, dress the stage, you know, strike the set. They got to do all this shit in between these two shows that have a three minute window between them. It is not enough time. So we stood in line way past the time it was supposed to start. We get in the Evil Dead. It's it's cool. All the guys that are outside, um, you know, hyping up the show. The guys that are getting your tickets and getting you in line, they all dress like zombies. They have like little masks on. That's it. And uh, they're all making fun of everybody. And the one guy's squirting his little fake little titty nipple. And then he's, he's got shit in his pants. It looks like it's fun. They're having fun. I, we were tired of shit, so we didn't really... We are like, ah, oh, that's great. And Bree's got a pretty solid buzz going. She's drunk. And we get inside and we sit down. And it's fun. Like We only stayed for about 20 minutes of the play, the musical. But we're like, okay, we got the full experience. I get it. It was fun but irritating at the same time because they don't stop screaming at you for the entire thing, it appeared. So 20 minutes we're getting yelled at. Like, they're screaming in their dialogue. Their songs are cool. I liked a couple of the songs. Um, the What the Fuck Was That song was great. That's the last song we saw before we left. Um, so I didn't get to see the whole thing, and I kind of wanted to, but I also was very irritated at the moment. We were tired of shit. We've been up for, you know, like 24 hours almost at this point. And but we're just like, okay, we get it. We're going. And I kind of felt like that on the way out there. Like, yeah, two more people left. Fucking can't handle it. And I'm like, no, we're just... I liked it. We're just like, Bree's drunk and getting a headache from it because they're just screaming the whole time. And I'm... I'm very tired. I, I, I feel old saying that, but I was. I don't care. It was... It was, it was interesting. I do want to see it again, uh, but I don't know if I want to go all the way there to see it. 
<laughs> I feel like if I had a copy of it on VHS. VHS, that's right. Holy shit, what just happened? Did I just time travel? Is that what happened? Oh, my God. Um, went outside the next day. You know, we got up, checked out the hotel, blah, 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 walking around. Um, and we just saw, we're walking, and this homeless guy just looks at us and goes, oh, no. Oh, and vomits everywhere. And we're like, and his friend, his friends go, yeah, man, get it up. Get it up. That's good. That's good. He had the decency not to vomit in the middle of the sidewalk. He kind of leaned over into the little bush there. But I'm like, what's worse? The fact that this is this guy's life at 60 or that at 60 his life is like this and his friends are on board. They were like, yeah, man, like enabling you. Getting up, like, throw it up, man. Come on. Let's get back to drinking. He was, he was homeless. They're all homeless. And they looked so gross. And I don't want to say like, oh, homeless people are gross. But like this guy is a career homeless man. He's a Johnny homeless man with a record with a lifelong record of homelessness. This guy's a fucking mess. And he ca- so casually vomited and then went on with his day. Like, woo, world's my oyster. I'm going to go get shit-faced again and vomit on some other stranger. Like, holy shit, this guy's life, he should just kill himself at this point because that's what he's doing in slow motion. And I was like, this is Vegas. This guy right here is Vegas. People show up with dreams, and they're like, I, I kind of look at people's faces when I'm in Vegas. I'm like, Man, this girl, you could tell she showed up here with like, I'm going to be an actress. I'm going to be, I'm going to be the next, like that girl from Showgirls. I'm going to be like that. I'm going to be a burlesque star. And then two months later, they're fucking working at the Bellagio. And then eventually they get fired after that, after they get addicted to drugs, pain meds and shit. And then they're like out in the strip and then they're the girls with the pasties over their nipples at fucking noon when it's windy and cold outside. Because that's what it was when we were there. And then just, you could tell they're freezing, and the inside they're going like, I should move back to Des Moines. Like, I'm fucking cold. Daddy was right. Um, but stepdaddy was also wrong because he molested me. That's probably what happened to her. Uh, but at this, I'm like, people show up, and then their dreams die. This is L.A., why I hated living in L.A. Their dreams die, and they become bitter, and they hate you. And you get the person, the 50-year-old waitress going, what do you want? Like, that's what happens, and it's fucking miserable. I hated it. I hated the, some of the people, I should say. But I'm like, this guy's Vegas because he's past that point where he's a crusty old man. And then he gets to the point where if you get past that anger and just indulge into the, the hedonistic lifestyle of Vegas, you just go past this magical doorway where you're now like the alcoholic grandmaster. Like, I'm fuck it. I'm never made. Then you can't really think, feel those feelings anymore of anger and regret that you kind of just go like, I, said, I feel better. Like, this is Vegas on legs, this guy. Um, anyway, fun trip. We walked around a lot. We went shopping. Like I was saying, we spent our money. They got our money anyway. There's skywalks galore. You got to walk over the streets. There's a lot of hiking, walking. And for a guy with a bad knee, it kind of sucked. But I, I dealt with it. I'm a man. God damn it. But it, it was fun. And then I realized I'm looking, we're looking down on this bridge. And we're looking down in front of, what the fuck hotel was that? Who knows? Who cares? And I see these people gathering around, so we kind of stopped and looked down from the from the skywalk, and we see these people gathered, and these all these guys with shirts off, like, all right, we're doing it, we're doing it, we're gonna do this, and we go down and we walk around. It's in front of like the Adidas store, um, and we go down, and then I'm sitting there with my phone out, and I'm recording it, and I'm kind of going, what, like, what's going on? Like, what are they? They made two people stand with their backs to each other. And they were like that before we even walked down. It was like another three or four minutes before we got down there and up to the crowd. 
and I pull up my phone, I start recording, and I just, I just start yelling. I'm like, do something, because these guys are just going, we're doing it, we're going to do this, for five minutes, and these people are just standing with back to, like, back to back, so I'm just going like, do something, and then the guy next to me starts laughing, I'm like, what are they doing, like, he's like, I can make, and so I start yelling again, I'm like, I can make people put their backs to each other too, I got it all on tape, it's fun, um, fucking weird, don't know what they did, because I walked away because I got mad. We went in the Adidas, Adidas store, um, and I realized something I've never known, and people aren't going to believe me because I couldn't get the girl to do it on camera, but she's, I couldn't tell if it was just her being sarcastic as fuck or that's how it's pronounced. But she goes, hello, welcome to Adidas. And uh, the first time I heard that, and I go, what the fuck is she saying? Is she saying her name is Adidas? I'm like, wait, she's saying Adidas is pronounced Adidas? Hello, welcome to Adidas. Hello, welcome to Adidas. Hello. I'm like, no way. Bree's in the bathroom, cha- or the dressing room, cha- like trying on stuff, and I'm like, I gotta record this, and she wouldn't do it on camera. So, like, every time I pulled it, I didn't tell, ask her to, I just pulled out, and she stopped doing it. I think she knew I was, what I was fucking with her. But, and I told Bree, and she didn't believe me, and I, I feel like I was in the, alone in this, and I feel like nobody's gonna believe me that it's pronounced Adidas, and if I ever pronounce it that way, I will get beat with the shoe. Like, or... I don't know. It's going to be weird. Um, I don't... I feel like I lost my mind there. Maybe that's what happened to that guy who vomited is he heard that and he lost his fucking mind and he ran with it, though. I kind of blocked it out after that. But he ran with it and he, like, it changed his life. And he's out on the sidewalk going, Adidas, I I promise you, it's Nikkei also. It's not Nike. It's Adidas. And that's the rest of that guy's life. So that could have been me. I got real close to that. Uh, that could have been real scary. Um, but last thing, and then I'll wrap it up, and we're out, we're out of here, class. Um, Bree bought me something. I'm very proud. I'm wearing it right now. Wicka, wicka, wicka. And you can hear it. It's great. I finally got a, a full-size, like, quality Chicago Blackhawks jersey. It's fucking nice. It's tight. It's uh it's it's awesome. I don't know what else to say about it. It's it's it turns out it's forty dollars cheaper to get it without a name on it, which I actually like. I like that it doesn't have a guy's name on the back because players come and go, but the Blackhawks are forever. That, that was deep. That was deep. I'm really proud of that. But yeah, it's forty more dollars to get Kane and then eighty eight on the side of the arms. That's eighty eight or forty dollars, not eighty eight. That's forty more dollars for a couple letters. It's four letters and. Oh, four numbers, because it's 288. Oh, I guess front and back. So it's $40 more for that, though. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I don't, I don't even, I actually didn't even want the name on it. Like, I, I would eventually, but the first one I want to get, just this. I've wanted this for like 15 years, and I finally got it. So it's fucking cool. And I'm bragging about it. And you all probably have one anyway. But it's big for me. So fuck you. My show. Eat a dick. I love you guys. I'm sorry. <sighs> Why do I lash out? Why do we have to do this? I'm sorry. Um, anyway, guys, um, what do I want to do? Some, let's do some, uh, advertisements. Uh, go to loiteringwonderland.com, buy my books, five bucks, five bucks, that's it, digital copies, come on, man, go buy shit, five bucks, look at PDFs, you look them on your phone, look them on your computer, or go to Amazon, get them for your Kindle, do that, five bucks, I got four books on the website and three on Amazon, I don't feel like putting the fourth one on Amazon, because it's a fucking nightmare, because they fuck up your books there, anyway, Go buy them. Five bucks. That's it. Uh, we're selling t-shirts right now, too. Loading one of the t-shirts. 23 bucks. Kind of expensive. I know. But it's a t-shirt. It's quality. It's awesome. Got the loading one of the symbol. The backside says 
Audible audio podcast sounds for your listening ears of hearing. It's fun. It's funny. Haha. Very redundant. You get it? $23. But the money goes back into the show. We're buying cameras. We're getting our new studio here in a couple weeks. We're getting a video studio, that is. We're going to start shooting video. It's going to be fun. You'll see our pretty faces. You don't just have to jerk off to my voice anymore. Me and Brent, you can see our faces. It's going to be very exciting. Um, keep that show sexy, obviously. Um, go to, you know, facebook.com slash Wonderland to check out the t-shirts. It's on there. Scroll down a little bit. You'll see the t-shirts. Yeah, it really helps out, guys. I, I promise. Um, Twitter, LAW Podcast. Um, Instagram, LAW Podcast. And uh, we're available iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. Check out all of our shows. The current shows on the air, so to speak, are Phoenix West Show, this one, LAW Improv Theater, LAW Movie Review, Twilight Zone Review, Fear the Walking Dead Review, Chicago Sports Review, LAW NBA Review. <sighs> like I said, there's seven, so it's, it takes a breath. All right, guys. Um, so long, citizens.